most people probably think consistency and discipline in your nutrition and the use of willpower go hand in hand. But what if I told you that there are ways to not need willpower when it comes to food anymore? Buckle up. We're talking about it right now. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies. 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency, and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen, and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. Are you feeling frustrated that you fall off the wagon every time you try to get consistent? Are you wondering if this on again, off again pattern in your journey is just the way it's going to be for good? Or do you know that there's a way to be consistent in all of the healthier habits, but you just don't know really how to do that? Like it, it seems like one of those unicorn things that you just can't figure out. And some people can figure it out, but you just can't. Well, I have the answer for you and it's in starting point school. In starting point school, you learn how to figure out which habit, one simple habit to start with, because that is the way to build consistency. It's the way to truly develop and change your habits over time and not have that on again, off again, roller coaster pattern of a journey that most everyone is on. Guess what? That doesn't have to be your story. That doesn't have to be your life. And the way out of that is by taking it on one habit at a time. Now that process is long and that process can be tedious because there's so many habits you want to change. Which one do you start with? How do you figure that out? You learn that whole process. I take you through a reflective questioning practice. You could say that sounds so like woo, woo, but I basically take you through these questions that help you determine which area you're going to focus on first fitness, nutrition, or routine, because you try to tackle all three at once. You're going to fall off. Things will not change for good. And we're not about that. So we're going to figure out which one of those three areas you start in. And from there, we dig even deeper to figure out which one habit in that area is going to be the most impactful in your journey long-term to get you started to find your starting point. And from there, I teach you how to be consistent, how to track this habit. So it truly becomes part of who you are and not just something you're doing day in and day out and constantly needing willpower. So if you want to learn how to do that, if you want to learn how to stay consistent and truly make these healthier habits, your lifestyle, and not just something you have to do every day, make sure you get on the wait list for starting point school, because it opens back up 
super soon. Just head to startingpointschool.co, get your name on the wait list, and you'll get all the details as doors start to open up in the coming weeks. Now, the topic of willpower is something I just brought up, and it always comes up earlier in the year because everyone's making new goals and, and getting after it, right? I'm sure you did too, and I'm sure you've had seasons where you're like, man, I really need to employ some willpower. I know I was like that before our wedding. Um, I was even like that leading up to preparing my body to get pregnant. I felt like I needed a lot of willpower in all of those seasons. Now, you know, beginning of the year, we're three months in and you might be feeling like your willpower is tapped out. I mean, I know I've been in those seasons where you're just like my reserves are empty. (laughs) There's no willpower left in the tank. Um, honestly, if you've felt that at all at any point this year, Um, especially if you start the year off using a lot of willpower, it really probably only takes a couple weeks um, for it to tap out, right? For you to burn out from using all your willpower. Now that happens because it seems easiest to go all in on healthy eating at all the meals all day long, right? It, It logically, I guess for some reason, makes more sense to just change all of the habits at once, because then you're just going to be eating healthier all day long instead of only eating healthy one meal at a time and just making it habit, right? It makes more sense, I guess, for some reason in most of our brains to do it all at once. And if that's you, you probably know that that willpower burnout is real. And I just want to encourage you because that's normal. Like if you've done that before, if you've done the whole all in thing, if you've done the let's change it all at once, or let's tackle fitness and nutrition and my sleep routine all at the same time, you know that that feeling of burnout when it comes to using willpower happens and it's normal and experiencing that from choosing that path is normal. I just want to validate that for you because let me, let me explain why willpower requires decision-making. You have to make decisions every time you're using willpower because willpower is simply control exerted to do something or restrain impulses. So you are consciously aware of the choices you're making and you're making a choice, right? It's control exerted over something that you're doing or your impulses. So you are expending decision energy every single time that you employ willpower, And you only have so much decision energy every single day. So let's talk about how to not need willpower specifically with food, because that's usually where we feel like we have to use it the most. Um, So let's talk about how to not need it. So you don't tap out that decision energy every single day, burn out and fall off the wagon, right? That's like the pattern. That's what happens. Honestly, that's what happens to a majority of the population, which is frustrating, but there's a way around it. So let's talk about how to not need willpower. Here you go. It's pretty simple. Don't buy junk food. Don't buy pop. Don't eat out. Delete the food delivery apps off of your phone. Stop drinking wine to cope with your day of momming. Those are some simple ways you can stop needing willpower. Now, if you're feeling offended or annoyed by what I'm saying, or the thought of, I just can't do that. Like I can't just not do that is happening right now. That's okay. I mean, if you do all of those things, you know, buy junk food, you buy pop, 
soda, whatever you call it. You eat out, you have food delivery apps and you use them throughout the week. You like to drink wine to decompress from the day and it's kind of a habit. You know, if, if you're doing all those things, I'm not attacking you and saying to stop all of those right now, pick one. Pick one thing. And you can do this literally while you're listening. Like if you got your AirPods in and you're at home, head over to the pantry and just pick up that bag of junk food that you have up in the top corner of the pantry that's just for you. You kind of have it hidden from the kids so you can go snack on it when you're stressed. Go throw it out. You know, pour out the half empty bottle of wine that you're going to finish today and tomorrow. Go pour it out. Like, do you really need it to decompress from the day? Pull up. <laughs> if you're in the car right now, I want you to swerve your, if you haven't ordered yet, you know, you don't want to like order and then just leave and not pay, but pull out of the Starbucks drive-thru line. If you're in the car, if you're like driving there right now, pull out, leave, divert. Okay. Right now, there's literally things you can do that take two seconds that will help you not need willpower when it comes to food anymore. And they're not hard. They're hard because of our mind. They're hard because of your thoughts. They're hard because of your feelings. They're not actually hard to do. We just make it hard to do because we're so ingrained in the things we think we need. So go take care of whatever it is right now. One simple thing, whether it's going, throwing out some junk food, pouring some pops out the drain, pouring some wine down the drain, you know, choosing to cook dinner tonight instead of eating out, whatever it is, do one of those things right now, today, make the decision right now and then follow through. Okay. That way, when you go to cope with whatever food or you want to lean into convenience, it's literally not an option. Like if you go to the grocery store this week and just don't buy the little bites, those little mini brownie bites that come in a bag of like four, you know, they're so overpriced <laughs> and they're full of junk. If you just don't buy those this week, they just won't be there. Even though you're going to want them, they literally won't be there for you to reach for. And I'm assuming because you've got kids and you'd have to load them up, take them to the grocery store just to buy this one pack. You're not going to do it because that's like way more of an inconvenience. And it's going to feel really uncomfortable in that moment because you're going to be like, oh, I just want it right now. But you won't because you didn't buy it or you threw it out or whatever it is. And you probably won't like me very much in the moment, but I can handle it. (laughs) But when you wake up the next day or in the coming weeks, feeling better physically mentally, as you continue to follow through this with this habit of just like not buying the stuff or just not keeping it in your home and you're feeling better and you're losing weight and you know, you're healthier, you will thank me. Now I can speak from this very easy place when it comes to this, because we literally don't buy that stuff. The most sweet carbonated drink that we buy is, um, carbonated water. I didn't want to say the brand name because I don't really know how that works on podcasts, but the, the flavored water, the carbonated flavored water. Um, and I don't even drink it cause I don't like carbonation. I just grew up not drinking pop. So I don't even like carbonation. So that's really easy for me, right? That's an easy one for me. I have a more of a sweet tooth. I, if I had chocolate chip cookies in my house, I would eat them every day. Guess who makes a bomb chocolate chip cookie because of her mom's recipe. I do now, finally, after 31 years, but guess what I don't do? I don't keep cookies in our house every week. I make them for special occasions, but I don't just keep them in our house because I know myself and I will have that impulse, that urge to eat them more often if they're just there. So if they're not there, if the junk food's just not there, I won't eat them. And guess what? My boys won't grow up learning that you just eat junk food. 
you just keep it in the house and just eat it whenever you want. Like they don't know that they don't function that way because I don't set that example. But at the same time, I'm healthier for it too. And so are my boys. And so is my husband. And that's a blessing to all of us, even though it's uncomfortable sometimes. And even though it's not the way a lot of the world works, guess what? Just because you grew up that way or because, you know, four neighbors all around you all do that or all your friends do or whatever, doesn't mean you have to. And I'm not speaking from a place either of telling you to deprive yourself or telling you to use this restriction, but discipline, which we talk a lot about here, does require a level of restraint. Restriction, restraint, same thing. And guess what? If we're not using any restraint at all anywhere in our lives, there's no discipline. And where there's no discipline, you have no self-control. And where there's no self-control, health is out the window. So yes, I am telling you to be restrictive with yourself, but it's to employ, it's, it's equivalent to employing self-control. And there is so much benefit in self-control. And I think it's something the world could use a lot more of. And we're raising up the next generation, so we should probably start employing it a lot more if we want our kids to have that self-control too. And it can start, it can start literally with going and throwing out one thing of junk food out of your pantry literally right now. I'm not kidding. Like sometimes after I go grocery shopping, I'll show you all my fridge on Instagram and stuff in our pantry. You can look and see for yourselves. I don't keep a lot of that stuff. Our freezer does not have ice cream in it. I don't keep ice cream. So guess what? We just don't eat ice cream unless it's like a special occasion and we're going out to eat or we want to go get ice cream as a family. We just don't keep it in the house. So start with something simple. That's how you don't need willpower. You just don't have that stuff around. You don't make it convenient. When it's not convenient, you're not going to go for it. When the healthier stuff is convenient, guess what? You're going to go for what's most convenient. And if that's something healthy, you're going to be better for it. So get rid of the junk just don't buy it. And when that gets hard, remember that you are in the midst of allowing for that period of time it'll take from going to this, these healthy habits, this, you know, using self-control around food, this restraint of buying or reaching for whatever, something you do to simply being who you are. That takes time to make that transition from these things being habits you have to use energy towards, towards it just being who you are. And when you get to that place of not buying junk food or not using delivery, food delivery apps to get dinner because you were, you know, just didn't have time in the day to cook dinner, from that going something you do to just being who you are. Okay, so get rid of the junk. Start with just one of the things, whether it's, you know, getting rid of the wine or the pop or the junk food, or deleting the delivery apps off your phone, or whatever, start with one of them, okay? And what you'll start to realize is you won't need as much willpower around food as you did before. Now, if you want to learn how to make willpower unnecessary in all areas of your journey, including your fitness, including your routine, like getting up earlier in the morning, if you want to get to that point where healthy habits aren't something you have to do, they're simply just who you are, 
you need to join Starting Point School. And it's opening back up really soon in just a couple of weeks. So make sure that you're on the wait list so you have all the details, you know the pricing, you know what all is included, you know what you're gonna learn and what you're gonna get out of Starting Point School. You are gonna get all the details if you're on the wait list. If you're not, you're gonna miss out. So go to startingpointschool.co. You just gotta enter your first name and your email address. I will only email you about Starting Point School, so no stressing. Um, but make sure you're in there because if this is something that you want to not have to constantly lean on willpower anymore, then you need to be in starting point school so you can actually equip yourself to make these changes in the long term and it not be something where you do it for a few weeks, then you fall off and you get frustrated and you're back at square one and then you have to start over. We're not about that. Starting point school changes the way you approach your journey and it does take time and you do have to commit to the process because it does not happen overnight like we want it to, but nothing good does. Okay. The only thing that can happen overnight is you can go throw out the junk food. So go do that. Go get rid of something to make your need for willpower a little bit less so you can truly make change in your journey. Get after it. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.